Let's get it, baby. <laughs> Young Hyrule boys, you know what's up? We in the building. Yeah! Like Link, yes, I'm feeling like a warrior. If I pull up with the roof, then it's over. And the inner boss, I thought I told ya. Me, the Ravali, Zelda, Hyrule warriors. How her on my back, so don't run up on me. She can slay, they too late, we see them boys coming. Trying to start a war Should've seen them boys' faces when I pulled that master sword I must protect Princess Zelda at all costs No bathtub again, it about to get washed Flame breaker armor, it's about to get hot I just bought that giant ancient core out the shop When I'm on the field, I'm colder than the ice choo-choo When it found all the champions and made them my crew uh, Guardian sword got me feeling great My whole team ready now, open up the gates Yes, I'm feeling like a warrior. If I pull up with the roof, then it's over. In the inner bossa thought I told ya. Me, the Ravali, Zelda, Hyrule Warriors. How her on my back, so don't run up on me. She can slay, they too late, we see them boys coming. We you got that lightning, you know got that magnet. We them Hyrule boys, we must have been it. Yeah. This is the age of calamity Evil might take your family Just don't lose your insanity Cause winning's what the plan will be Don't panic, be the way I be slashing is automatically I'm ninja kicking, pimple with it Airborne like Revali Boy, I move like read you Call up me for we gon' leave you In a pool full of terror You need Zelda, I can link you This master sword is lethal Yes, I leave them all see-through I got heads too and my best too Boy, I wouldn't wanna be you Yes, you guessed it You stepped into some mess you can't get out Ain't got that player in the leg on your head, you stressing now. Watch and see, we wreck the town. Word of mouth, they checking round. Yeah, you good, but I'm more the high room warrior. If I pull up with the roof, then it's over. In the inner boss, I thought I told ya. Me, the Ravali, Zelda, Hyrule Warriors. How her on my back, so don't run up on me. She can slay, they too late, we see them boys coming. Reach you got that lightning, you know got that back. You. Mac, the mad scientist on this new year, 2022. What's going on, everybody? And today, I got a, a very special guest today. Uh, my frat brother, my boy, a fellow wrestling fan, you know, aficionado. Yeah, I'm a little jealous of him because he went to an AEW show before me. But that's all right, though. <laughs> my boy, Al. Philly, man, what's going on with you, fam? What's going on? What's going on, brother? What's happening? What's good, everybody? Man, so I mean, we might as well get to the brass taxes of it, man. So, uh, how long have you been a wrestling fan? Uh, I mean, we want to be technical, man. My pops put me on it. I'm 38 now, man. My pops put me on it. I may have been like six or seven, and one of my favorite memories was. Um, it wasn't a it was it was a uh, brother love man brother love invited Hulk Hogan on there, yeah. and Hulk Hogan was on there popping off a little bit. Earthquake show up. Mm. Earthquake sits on. I forgot what earthquake used to call it, man. But earthquake sat on Hulk Hogan, 
uh, with Brother Love. Everybody, if, 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 for those that don't know who Brother Love is, it's Bruce Pritchard. Yes, Bruce Pritchard used to run around with this red, with this red, uh, with this red face. I, mean, I, I was like, look, he might. Have, if he would have put it black, then hey, would have been a different story. But, but uh, yeah, man, that was one of my favorite memories. Um, another one of my favorite memories. I went to a WCW show years ago. This was Surfer Beach Blonde Sting. They had it at the Township Auditorium downtown. Uh, Shane, Shane Douglas was there. Sting was there. Mr. America was there. I mean, they had a complete list of guys there, man. And it's just my dad put it on, put me down on me, man. Put, put me down on it. It was just, I stuck with it. He's still watching every now and then. But when you go to a live show, man, it's, it's a totally different experience, man. Of course, you stop. I, I mean, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, if if anybody that's got kids, you take a kid to it, they'll be hooked on it. I mean, if you go to a show, going there is a lot different than watching on TV. Yeah. And like you said, I went to an AEW show. I went to their one of their last shows in Jacksonville before they went before they went back on the road. Mm-hmm. And bruh, one Daly's place is nice. Second, when when they do a show. They keep you engaged, man. And this was this is when guys like Fuego del Sol was really building his hype. And I can see why he's got this hype. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you see like the mid carters like uh what what's my girl? I can't I don't know why I can't remember I can't remember my girl's name, but you see like some of these guys that they look like they're jobbers, but they just like the exposure. They just like the business. And mm-hmm. I feel I feel as though, you know, that's what separates WWE for what it should have been, what it should be now to what we're seeing in AEW. AEW is for fans like me, you, all of your listeners that that are go to that are go to what is that Pollywogs over on the other side of Columbia or go to a rec center and watch these guys beat each other up for about three hours and you love the show. Yeah. Yeah, you man. I, mean? I, I feel I feel you on that, man. I mean, once you posted the picture, like he was at Daly's place. I'm like, damn, mother. <laughs> He's over there, man. And then yeah. uh, I, I saw how close he was up. Now, January 12th, I will be in Raleigh for the AEW show for AEW Dynamite. So that was yeah. uh, uh, Dynamite and Rampage. So so before we get into Big Swole and, and Tony Khan, that whole controversy over the past week, now let's talk about the main event for day one and the result of that. Like, how did you feel? about Brock Lesnar winning the WWE title? Well, see, um, we got another frat brother, uh, Dewan Rubin, who's a, he's a wrestling fan too. And yeah. I haven't, I haven't put the fist to him yet because he likes to post the results before I even get a chance to watch it sometime. Mm. So, so my whole take on Brock winning, of course, you know why I feel, man. I don't like it. And we see Brock who was about to face Roman Reigns, on SmackDown, mm-hmm. you insert him in the Raw in the Raw Championship, which Big E just won that title. Th- what two months ago? Maybe about three. Yeah, three months. About three months ago, and I didn't know it, but you know he's got a lot more losses than he has wins ever since he won that title. Uh yeah. I didn't know it. he he's got a he's got a few I ain't gonna say a lot more, but he's got a few more losses than he's got wins. And yeah. I kind of fit it makes me feel like he was a lame duck champ. Like he was just sitting there holding Traditional. it. Oh, even, yeah, even though it's not the case, but when Brock comes in, 
now you make it look like that. So are you setting up Brock to face Roman at WrestleMania? Because you can't do a you can't do a title for you can't do you know these two behemoths facing each other with their respective titles like a Survivor Series unless you're trying to combine you might as well combine the titles. Hell, everybody's gone <laughs> from the roster. You don't right. really have that many. You don't even have that many guys left. So the way I feel about and there's no knock against Brock Lesnar. He's yeah. just there, you know, doing his job. It's their creative. I don't like that Lesnar. I don't like that. It's another. New Day guy losing the title to Brock Lesnar. Two thirds. He running through him, boy. He running through him. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. running through him. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't one on one. So, so here's my thought process on this. So, there's one glaring thing that Brock Lesnar has said before, and he just repeated it. He said, I have no loyalty to no brands. I am a free no agent. And people tend to forget mm-hmm. that. But, yeah. Uh, Big E was going to retain originally because you know I, I did some research on that. Or oh, that was a thought process, and wasn't sure what the results were going to be on Roman. But at first, when I saw that, because I, I saw the whole pay per view of day one, I was like, "Man, this this feels like the same old WWE." It's is there's no title changes, there's no shock and all. And as the minute I say that, and the minute I say that, you there's know, your title Big, change. <laughs> there's, there's a title change, right? So it hit with the yeah. title change. And at first, I was a little upset about it, and then I thought about it for a second. I was like, "Wait a minute, maybe this is a blessing in disguise." Yeah. Because of one reason, when Bobby Lashley first showed up about two or three years ago, who is the first person that you wanted him to face? Brock Lesnar. I'm not going right. Lie. Exactly. Right. So we never got them to face to face at any point in history, like at any point. And who was the last two people that was face to face before that pay per view ended? Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Exactly. So we may get Bobby and Brock for that title. And that probably, and maybe that Roman Reigns getting COVID, you know, I wish him a speedy recovery because he has complications. I don't think he could get vaccinated because of his leukemia or something like that. I'm not 100% yeah. sure on it. But, you know, I hope, wish him the best. I like, but maybe, maybe him being out was a blessing in disguise because if, if it went to what it was going to originally be, you, we may never see. We might have never seen Bobby and Brock. For some reason, they never put them two together. And and this is a match that's about two years past due. Yeah. At minimum, it's two, three years past due. It, exactly. It, it's two, three years past. You got two MMA guys. Brock Lesnar uh, was like, well, undefeated for a period until he lost, you know, the last couple of matches. Bobby was undefeated, I think. I don't think he lost any match in MMA, if I ain't mistaken. Yeah. Um, or maybe one. Maybe he lost one, but it wasn't like a, a shock and a shock and all type of thing. So now also you got in three weeks or so Royal Rumble. So my thought process is this. What if Big E wins the Royal Rumble and challenges Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for the Universal Championship? And what if you get Brock and Bobby? At WrestleMania as well. Those are your two big main events. Because rumor has it, Rock is not going to be there for this year's WrestleMania. But you know, you know what WrestleMania is all about. The biggest stars that you have against the other bigger star. Who could Big E face that is WrestleMania-esque or could main event that is not Bobby? I'm sorry, that is that is not Brock Lesnar and is not Roman Reigns. There's nobody. Roman to me. 
Roman Reigns, my opinion, Roman Reigns is the hottest thing right now for WWE because of I've been waiting on a, a good heel for WWE for quite some time. Of course, you've got guys like The Miz who created The Miz character. Right. But when you've got the, just the way Roman talk, I mean, Roman talk like he's just talking to, he talks to people like he's talking to a child almost. Yeah. And 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 just just to, just his whole swag to it, the way Roman comes off. I mean, how can you not like Roman? We've been booing Roman for about a good few years now, and we've yeah. been wanting him to go heel. When he's finally gone heel, I think we're to me personally, I think we're seeing the best Roman Wayne, the the best Roman Reigns that we're going to see. Agree. Got to keep him heel. You got to keep that bloodline. And me, and again, don't don't the, the Usos got a brother in NXT, don't they? All right, yeah. so may, before you bring him up, make sure he's groomed first before you bring him up. But I would have loved, I think WWE may have dropped the ball with not bringing somebody like Nia Jax over to SmackDown to join that to join the Bloodline stable. That's just me. But mm-hmm. you you got to you, I mean, you just have to keep the Bloodline running roughshod roughshod to people. You got to, because yeah. I mean they're they're running right now. I love I love seeing. What the bloodline is doing? All three of them are healthy, minus minus somebody say Naomi. Maybe she's yeah. part of that family through marriage. Why yeah. not? Yeah, why I mean, not? Why, why, why not? So I mean, there's no one I think can face Big E, but Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I would Roman rather Reigns. see Brock and Bobby versus Big E and Big E and Brock to be a whole hundred yeah. because we've been wanting that for yeah. for the past few years. And I hate it for Big E because um, I, I, uh, I was listening to uh, <clears throat> Busted Open, right? And Bully said he can't stand the, the phrasing of transitional champion. He said, but there's there's longstanding champions because, you know, like Flair and Rock and, mm-hmm. and Austin and now Reigns. But I think from a fan base standpoint that we want someone to be champion so bad. And when yeah. we get them as champion... We don't have the forethought on what happens after they win the championship because I feel like Kofi kind of got that treatment too because Kofi wasn't originally supposed to be in the main event. I think it was supposed mm-hmm. to be Mustafa Ali. I think they was trying to push him to that era and then Mustafa got hurt. Then Kofi yeah. took over and he just he ran with the shit. So, yeah, when, but but once we got that hype that Kofi's the champion and it was all over social media, you know what what feud can you remember other than Randy Orton that Kofi's been in when he was champion that was like damn that's a good feud and the Randy Orton feud was 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 a good matchup because right. they were able to play they were able to play back to an old ma- some old matches mm-hmm. but aside from that there was no there was no one that he could you know go to war with but at the same time <laughs> He watched him get squashed on live TV. It, he didn't even get a chance to lose. He didn't even get a chance to lose his title on pay per view. Yeah, the fight, right? Like they, they overhyped yeah. the first SmackDown on Fox, and for all these special guests, and it had this WrestleMania type feel to it. But you know, the WWE WWE is notorious for doing stuff that'll piss you off, but they put a buffer in there like seconds later. So like when Kofi lost that quick. Cain Velasquez came out, I think, like almost immediately. And yeah. that was like that, that little buffer. 
And then yeah. you got Big E losing the title, but he didn't lose in quick fashion. Because in all honesty, Big E looked strong in that match, honestly. Because he, you know, he wrecked he wrecked the place. He put people through a table. He threw people up against the poles. He tossed Brock Lesnar around at least one time. Bobby, you know, and all that. He did all the things that he was supposed to do. And, you know, I wouldn't have Big E get pinned, per se. And also the thing I didn't like, that Big E didn't come out last. Like that, yeah. that to me, that was disrespectful to the championship, and that's what disrespectful mm. to the person holding the championship. Because if you're the champ, you come out last. Like, yeah, that's just, you know, that is what it is. Well, I, it, one good thing was that one good. My bad to cut you off. One good thing was that it. I guess the silver lining is, in order for in order for uh, Big E to lose his title, he had to go through a fatal five way. He yeah. wasn't he wasn't fully squashed by one man that we know shouldn't be able to overpower him because pound for pound, Biggie's got to be Biggie's got to be like top three strongest in that in that locker room easily seriously easily pound for pound you you should be able to put Cesaro in that top five because we've seen Cesaro do some superhuman stuff since he since he walked in the door Lex Luger type shit <laughs> yes and and he don't look like he can do that but he right. does. So I mean, it's just we we didn't see Biggie get squashed in two or three minutes. He had to tear the whole place down in order, and it took four. He had to go through four other guys to lose the title. So I mean that that's my one silver lining. He wasn't squashed. He didn't he didn't get it. Through. He didn't, he wasn't done like Bianca Belair, who we all know. We all know me. Uh, Bianca is pound for pound the most athletic chick on the roster. Correct. Easily by far. Country mile. So I mean, Bianca was squashed by a smaller, thinner Becky Lynch who just got who was on Raw. I guess she pulled a Brock Lesnar was on Raw, came to SmackDown and and does some raggedy does some raggedy slam and takes the title from Bianca. Yeah. So I mean, it's yeah. So I mean, it's it's been WWE has a way of pissing you off. You don't forget it and. They don't. They don't even let. They don't even let you forget it. That's the thing. They don't allow you to forget it. And I don't know how the stars back can be like, yo, this is this is justifiable right here. But they just they. Ha- I mean, it's almost nerve wracking that they that they pull it. Yeah. And you and you don't want to see it. <clears throat> so I, one of my New Year's resolutions was I don't want to like constantly compare AEW to WWE, and yeah. because WWE has its own set parameters on how they move and how they do things mm-hmm. in and outside the ring versus AEW. So I, so I, me and Rick had this conversation about Bianca and what direction they may go because WrestleMania season is right around the corner. You got like a few more months to get uh, Ran- Royal Rumble is coming up. They, mm-hmm. To me, I just pulled it up. It says Lesnar was officially shifted over to the Raw roster internally. The plan is still to present him as a free agent. Now, Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley is the current direction for the WWE title. Now, Lesnar is still expected to face Reigns as plans for the WrestleMania 38 have reportedly not been changed. So you still may get Bobby and and Brock, but you may have Bobby win the title and then still have Brock face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. But you yeah. gotta have you, but you, you know, so you still get both. I I seriously doubt it's gonna be a title for title match because that defeats the whole purpose of Royal Rumble. It just ain't. It just ain't feasible. It defeats you know, the purpose of the brands that dag on there. Yeah. Now I ain't gonna lie to you. 
I, I'm an advocate for having a unified championship to have one major title. And because if you are that guy, you are over Raw and SmackDown, you are the king of the mountain. But yeah. that that's my only gripe. I like I feel like they should do the unification titles like at a Survivor series or some shit like that. And yeah. and just and just leave it like that. But I don't think Royal Rumble is part of your big four. They're not gonna do that unless there's a title on the line at Royal Rumble. That's the you know during that match, that's the only way it's gonna happen. Like they did Triple H. When Triple H won the Royal Rumble. He won the title that that year. That's yeah, the only way I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that ain't the first time that happened though. I think Flair, I think that's how Flair won the title. Didn't it? It, it was. It was. And, yeah. and Tri- Triple H is like, I ain't got to do that much work at all, brother. Win this title. <laughs> yeah, easily, easily. So I, I think this brought winning the WWE title as a blessing in disguise because I feel like I felt like Biggie was probably going to suffer more because you wouldn't have a good enough person to face him at WrestleMania unless it's Edge, unless it was Edge. But you got to build that. So and and we know what Edge brings to the table when he's at WrestleMania. Correct. So it Ed, means, Edge Edge comes to work. I mean it. There's guys that you know, they turn it up at WrestleMania. We yeah. can say, of course, we know what Shawn Michaels has done. We know what oh, Triple H has done. We know we absolutely know what Mr. Mark Calloway, Undertaker, we know what he's done. Mm-hmm. But guys, and this is why if nobody else that's listening gives Miz his flowers, I will. We have seen Miz bust his head on concrete, get yeah. back in that ring and go to war with John Cena. I mean, we've seen the Miz turn it up at. We've seen him turn it up at uh, WrestleMania. John yeah. Cena, we know he's going to turn it up. Edge, he's turned it up. So I mean, you've got guys like Edge. If he goes to WrestleMania, and if it's for any type of title shot, I promise you, you're going to get your money's worth. Yeah, and and if Biggie was champion, I I feel like Biggie would benefit more from that than anybody else. You know, yeah. uh, I mean, unless it's like Roman Reigns or, you know, somebody like that of that late nature. You can't have him and Bobby because they face each other three times already. Yeah. So, you know, you can't have that. So, you know, it's if you're really looking at the roster as far as what is WrestleMania worthy, not just a good opponent for him, then then it's paper thin right now. And you can't say yeah. Drew McIntyre because Drew... Uh, from reports is saying that he got a legitimate neck injury. Like he might not even be at WrestleMania. So and, yeah, and, that's, and it's still three months away. So that's that means that's a bad beat if he if he may not be there, and we still looking at two and a half three months away. Yeah, and you know, uh, like Lupin said, they don't have they have enough women. I mean, they really do. They got they got a lot of women on that roster. Here's my theory though, uh, Alvin. So. Bianca and Becky already face each other at least what two or three times this year already. Mm-hmm. All right, so I see two scenarios here. Scenario one is what if Bianca wins, like wins the Royal Rumble? Okay, and then she chooses to face Charlotte because I think a lot of people want her and Charlotte face each other. They only face each other once, no, twice, and. But for a major, major title like the one that Charlotte's holding, I feel like that itself is WrestleMania worthy. Yep. But uh, on the flip end, what if if Bianca wins, 
what if Ronda Rousey challenges Becky Lynch? Because that is also WrestleMania worthy money wise because she has a legitimate gripe to yeah. Becky. And, and Ronda's been gone for a while. Ronda's been gone for a while. She had a kid and everything. Ronda can say, hey, you never pinned me. Like the ref Ever. didn't see it. You never pinned me. Like my shoulders was up. I say, so without a third party individual involved, how about you whoop, you try to whoop my ass at WrestleMania? And then, you know, you just leave it at that. That's WrestleMania esque. Man, because as a wrestling fan, there's, uh, there's, pl- there's a plethora of people that you want people to face the other person. But when you're looking at WrestleMania, I'm thinking, you know, I'm trying to think like Vince McMahon here, how his thought process is. He's looking at the money. Well, we'll put butts in seats. And see how many, and also how many times have we seen a WrestleMania match made up mm-hmm. with damn with damn near no backstory, no storyline whatsoever? Mm-hmm. Going to gra- going to grab going to grab Ronda versus Becky. That's a storyline that a lot of folks just haven't thought about. Me personally, yeah. I almost forgot. I almost forgot about that. That Becky won. That, that Ronda wasn't pinned. And yeah. see. Ronda can show Ronda can show up. Let's see what the WrestleMania is normally like the first weekend in April, something like yep. that. Yeah, doing two nights. So Ronda can show up end of next month. Mm-hmm. She shows up on Raw out the blue, mm-hmm. and as soon as she shows up, she says, "I'm back." You know, you know why I'm here. We go, we go, we go to the Titan Tron real quick. We look at what happened. Everybody gets that reminder. The next thing you know, boom. There, there's your match, and, and she can yeah, cut I mean, a, a serious promo, a serious promo of Becky. She's like, "Listen, you've been given everything. Like, might I add, you tapped out at Royal Rumble, and then you joined the Royal Rumble right after you tapped out. And mm-hmm. you know, it, it, she can easily like like dig into Becky. You know what I'm saying? Like, she could probably like say some things that that uh, the fans may feel about Becky because you know they still got a gripe with her and Bianca. But you yeah. know what I'm saying? So you can easily do that." Um, I mean, it's so many avenues you can go go with that storyline wise, but it's so easy to do it. Yeah, easy to do it. I mean, it, it, I mean, if me and you, Al, was uh, if we had the pencil, <laughs> I could guarantee. You. <laughs> yo, yo, E. Lupin said it right there. Guess who? Guess who could show up at the Rumble? Yeah, Ronda. 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 Matter of fact, if you want to be technical, you could put. I wouldn't even make. You could make Ronda be in the Rumble. Don't it, don't have her do thirty. Don't have her do thirty because if you have her come in at thirty, it's too easy to say, okay, we know who Ronda's about to face. You yeah. have Ronda come in there like at 19, 20, 21, and you have her just run rough shot through some of these girls, man. And next thing you know, she wins. So I mean, if she's gonna show up at the rumble, put put her in the rumble. Or whoever wins the rumble, they've got they've got to hurry up and make this, they gotta hurry up and make their selection because I guess you got to hurry and make that selection to go up against Charlotte because mm-hmm. Be- Becky's champ. That means if you're going to have Ronda get involved with somebody like Becky, then she's either got to show up next month or something like that, or go ahead and make go ahead and make her uh her plea to be the, plea to be the next challenger, or yeah. you got to put in the Roy- or you got to put in the Royal Rumble. And I like yeah. the idea of her being in the Rumble because she's never yeah. done it. Yeah, that that'd be a shock in all type of situation. I mean, that was Royal Rumble. That's really what we watch Royal Rumble for is to see who the hell's gonna pop up. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the biggest surprise for me in recent memory is AJ Styles. When he showed up, I popped, man. All the damn near hit the ceiling. <laughs> so like, I'm not even gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie to you, Al. I mean, you know how hot AJ Styles is. He's PWI's number one guy that is not WWE. And he shows up mm-hmm. in WWE. And after he gets eliminated, they chanted this man's name 10 to 15 minutes after he wasn't even in the ring. Yeah. So it's I like, remember that. Yeah, you know, it's like, man. You got AJ Styles, you know, you you good. So, um, Black Lupin said, "Hear me out." Ronda comes out after the rumble and say, "Don't pick Becky." Tells oh, the winner yeah. not to pick Becky so she can have her, bruh. Whoa. And you know, and you know that honestly, that's a good idea. You know what? Me, you, and Lupin might need to get some pencils and some pens going up in here. Absolutely, that's a hot ass idea because you know they interviewed the person. <laughs> After the rumble, like who you want to face, and this, that, and third, because they did Shinsuke Nakamura like that, and he's like AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. So if they interview somebody, and, and Ronda comes out, and you're like, "Listen, I don't want to. I'm not trying to steal your spotlight or anything like that." But don't pit Becky. And, that, and that means, and that means either the winner of the Women's Royal Rumble. It, it honestly, it doesn't matter what brand they're from. Yeah, have them show up on Raw the next night because that way you can already give the perception that hey. They're showing up on Raw. That means you they're picking whoever the Raw Women's Champion is, more than likely yeah. Charlotte. And they're gonna headline for the Raw Women's Championship. Here right. come here comes here comes Ronda. Of course, she got got her got a uh, got a leather jacket on and everything. She's here to say, hey, congratulations, but I need you not to pick Becky. Yeah. And then that's, and that's then that following Friday, then that following Friday, Be- Becky shows up on SmackDown. Right. Interrupts 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 uh Ronda shows up on SmackDown. Interrupts Becky's promo. And the next thing you know, we have next thing you know, we got a con we got a contract signing that follow that following week or two, and that WrestleMania match is set. Ooh, man. Here we go. Here we go, man. That that's good, man. That's good, man. And I, so <laughs> the next thing we gotta talk about is 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 I wouldn't really say an elephant in the room because uh this actually carried over to the new year. Right, and it's the conversation. Oh, now also there's a point. There's a point though. Bianca is on Raw, but the only reason I think the reason that she's on Raw is because of you know Dawkins and her husband. But you know WWE yeah. is not big on separating separating married couples. So somehow, some way, <laughs> I, Bianca may not win the Royal Rumble. I'm just throwing it out there, just because of that simple fact. But yeah. We we will see, but yeah. So Big Swole now, Big Swole and Tony Khan. So I, to quote Big Swole because she has a call. She has a call in. <laughs> she has a call in uh show, and she said, and I quote: "Outside of lack of structure, their biggest all caps issue, which is diversity. I do not beat around the bush when it comes to diversity and my people, and there is no representation truly. And when there is, it does not come across in the black community as genuine. Now at all." I don't know why everybody is so afraid to accept it or say it, but it's not a good look. <clears throat> now, Swole's comments led to her become a trending topic on Twitter, and Tony Khan responds says the top two AEW executives are Brown, me and Mega, Jade, uh, Jade Cargo, Anthony Bowens, Caster, Dante, Nyla, Isaiah, and Mark Quinn all won on this TV on TV this month. The TBS title tournament has been very diverse. I let Swole's contract expire as I felt her wrestling wasn't good enough. Ooh. Hashtag AEW Rampage Street Fight tonight. Which was ah. a good-ass street fight, by the way, because that shit was brutal. 
talking about uh Penelope Ford and and uh who was that Tay Connie Penelope Ford and Anna J and the Bunny? Yes, when she got choked out with Barbara. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Yo, I say this right here. I know I know you don't like to compare WWE and AEW, but WWE yeah. would never <laughs> they would never, never let that slide. <laughs> and, and to uh Maxwell's point, now actually people do like Ronda Rousey in the locker room. Like this because of the stuff that she's tweeting. Um honestly, it, it's a work, basically. Like, yeah. But she says stuff that's so realistic that it it makes you upset. But if people in the locker room or not, you know, there might be a person or two that may not like her. But as far as the locker room as a whole, she's she's well liked, Ashley. Yeah. And honestly, if if the, if what she's going to tweet, I just say this. If she's going to tweet something like this, go all in like MJF do. MJF lives his life as a freaking heel all yep. day, every day. Every day. He I mean, got his parents on it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's unreal. The dude is the dude was born to be a heel. So, yeah. I mean. If we're gonna be real about Ronda, Ronda's to me is more is I guess is a is a twin. She's more an, anti-hero of anything. She's in it for she's like a female Brock Lesnar. She's in it for herself. Her character's in it for herself. Win titles, whoop ass, go home. That's yeah. it. Yeah, true that. So so what's your thoughts on like the big swole Tony Khan situation? All right. Uh first off, Tony Khan, sort of a bad take because I thought Big Swole was a damn good wrestler. I used to love, I loved watching her matches. And plus, mm-hmm. she was, you know, she used to come out being hyped to her own music. I used to love to hear her come out. So mm-hmm. that took, that's a bad take saying her wrestling wasn't good. That's BS. Her wrestling was good. Um, at the same time, to to say that they okay. Let me just put it this way: in the wrestling world. Diversity has always been a challenge. AEW yes. kind of needs to, I mean, WWE has kind of shown a blueprint on what not to do with wrestlers of color. At the mm-hmm. same time, they've shown us what to do with wrestling when it comes to athletes of color. And for for Big Swole, I get I I, I 100% get where she's coming from in in this in this line of work. There's always going to be a call for diversity. I want to see more diversity because I would like to see, I would like to see more, more guys that look like me and you, more women athletes that look like me and you going for titles, winning titles. The only yeah. person that we can say so far of color, aside from aside from maybe Rusev, if we want to count him, is in AEW, people forget Scorpio Sky. First yes. one of the first AEW tag team champions. Correct. Aside, aside from that, man, listen, we ain't we ain't really seen that many black athletes have that shot in AEW. At the same time, AEW is still fresh. It's still new. It's yeah, still two years old. It's it's yeah. It's 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 still in its infantile stages. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give them I give <laughs> AEW that. But I'm sorry, Big Swole has a huge point because in a short amount of time. AEW it, AEW's product is crazy because it took me it took me a second. You're you're right. A, Scorpio Sky did have a shot at AEW title. I'm sorry. He also had, had a shot at TNT. Yeah, he had a shot at the TNT title. He went against Darby Allen. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Um, that was a damn good match, by the way. Side note: mm-hmm. his heel his heel turn. I, I loved seeing it. Uh, but at 
at, at the same at the same time, we need we need to see more guys like Scorpio Sky get get those title shots because I've I've seen a guy he he can go. We've all seen him. He can go. We see we now see Jay Lethal over there. He need to go. Honestly, I know Jim Jim Ross said he he was opposed to having a cruiserweight title in AEW. But man, if you came out with a, if you came out with a cruiserweight title, you got Leo Rush sitting over there about what a buck thirty. Who's, Dante who's Martin. Under that, Dante Martin. You got these two guys. And when Darius, when Darius gets back, you know, yeah. whenever he gets back, pri- private party. I've seen private party perform in person. Yeah, great, great yeah. guys. I mean, these these guys these guys can go. So I mean, you've got you've got these athletes. I mean, you've got Jade who's green, but Jade honestly really is a self-made brand right yeah. before our very eyes you've got you got powerhouse hobbs who i seen this guy when i went down to jacksonville i seen him go i seen him go uh back and forth with hangman adam page and man i was the only dude in the crowd cheering for him yo they noticed stuff like that i mean you you've got all these athletes and they're not fully getting their sh- they're not fully getting their shots yet, and I think it's and to me personally, it's more because AEW right now the product is so good, the room is is becoming too crowded, and the African American athletes they're not getting that shine like they like they need to. So if we be if we be technical, they're not getting it. So they need it. So I, uh, in response, multiple AEW stars responded like Powerhouse Hobbs. He said, I've been featured in some heavy-ass spots since being signed to AEW, as well as other minorities. Now, TK has put me in spots at the right time that meant something. Uh, Punk, Christian Cage, Brian Cage, Hangman, and especially running in to saving uh, John Moxley. Uh, This company has been there since the passing of my mother, and Cody and QT play tremendous part in getting me signed. Lastly, if you have any issue with someone, pick up the phone. Hikaru Shida um, says she's loving EW while Jay Cargill said, uh, that bitch, Jay Cargill's 2021 pro wrestling recap and highlights. No pro, no prior pro wrestling experience, trusting in the upstart company over a well known one. Once in a lifetime, high profile in ring debut with Shaq and Cody Rose. Uh, so I feel like both Swole and Tony Khan has valid points, but I agree with the majority of stuff that Tony Khan said, except for. Wrestling not good enough part. I think yeah, I was pissed um, at that right there. <laughs> right, I'm that honest. part did, that part got rubbing the wrong way because I met yeah. Swole and well Ariel. So I you know I met her you know when she was her real name is Ariel. So I met her at uh Raleigh Galaxy Con, and um me and her was talking just a little bit because she was working the table. You know she was signing stuff or whatever, and then you know we talking about you know we like Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. And then um, I introduced her to Josh Martin, Majin Buu, and they took a picture together. So I didn't have a long conversation with her or anything like that. But I would tell you right now, uh, Big Swole, Ariel, no matter what you want to call her, she is probably one of the realest people, you, an authentic people you will ever meet, and nicest and pure and peaceful people you will ever meet. Like, it, she just has a certain presence about herself that kind of in a way commands the room because i listened to her whole show not just the excerpt yeah. so uh her and kenny because kenny said I, I appreciate what you do and everything else she, she was feeling good and everything else she was uh she was deemed the mother of the locker room or whatever because you know she was fighting for certain spots or whatever the case may be 
I mean, hell, our frat brother, Captain Sean Dean. Like, yeah, met him. Yeah, like he's um, a coordinator in AEW. Like, I think there's more people of color in the office than any wrestling company. Like WWE, I don't think mm-hmm. WWE has no no black person in the office, especially the only person. The only person I think has probably got some pull. What's my man? Uh, Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil. Yeah, you know he does community. Maybe, maybe, and and I've seen. I've seen what Sean does because I mean when I when Extra. I went to Jacksonville, Everybody. you you Extra. see you see him. I mean they were they were also uh they were also doing the taping of um Dark Elevation. Yeah. And you see him, he's he's back and forth. I mean, he's making sure he's making sure, you know, the I guess the I, I don't want to call them jobbers because hell, they put on a damn good show. Jobbers don't put on the show. I guess you see yeah. the mid-carters like um I can't remember my man's name, but you see them. This is what Foygo Del Sol before he started getting shine. You see him making sure, yo, y'all, hey, yo, y'all sitting right here ringside. These two rows, these three rows right here, these folks sitting over here. I mean, you make sure when he says extras coordinator, he's making sure everybody is where they're supposed to be at ringside. Yeah. He that that was his job. I mean, you seen him with a I mean, he was cool. I had a chance to meet him, rip him up and everything, but he was like, yo, I'll holler at y'all later, but I gotta get to it. He gets to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I he mean, gets he's to on it. the money, man. Like he's on like he's on the YouTube stuff with Sammy Guevara. And I mean, because he even came to TK Summit. He said, Look, man, I look, um, I do inner city work for eight with AEW. I am the the uh, events coordinator, the Astros coordinator. A lot of people didn't realize that, but I do whole office too. You know, you got Brandy, yeah. which is the the first uh, African American woman that whole office a uh, like the top executive spot mm-hmm. in a wrestling company. Like she made history herself. So, I, so I, I so that point, I would never discredit what Big Soul saying because just Ever. by meeting her that one time, like man, I heard stories about her. Like I went to PCW uh, wrestling facility, and one of the guys said, "Yeah, man, I was at." I was at their spot. They let me crash on their couch for a while. Like, you know, Swole is like a, a super down to earth person, and she just she is about protecting her peace. That 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 yeah. is that is who she is. Like, she's about protecting her peace. So at that point in time, she felt she felt like her peace was being disturbed, and once she felt that way, it was over. But I, I feel like that Swole probably honestly. I'm gonna sound bad when I say it. I, I feel like if she would have stayed in there just a little bit longer, we would have finally saw Jade versus Big Swole because I, I I'm following them both on Twitter, and sometimes yeah. you know they don't jaw jacket each other, but they they kind of advocate for facing each other one day for a title. And Swole also advocates for black wrestlers, no matter what company you're in, like whether it's Sasha, whether it's Bianca, whether it's Jade, whether it's her, whether it's Diamante, or whatever the case may be. And I see, honestly, I see more diversity in AEW than I do in WWE because you got, yeah, I mean, hell, you got Anthony Bowens, which is black and gay, and he's on TV every week now. You got Dante every Martin week. that is, I mean, I had him on my um, high flyer 2021. I mean, he was on he was on the main event like a few weeks ago. Yeah. So yeah. like like one on one. So you got him. You got private party that you know they don't have classic matches with the young bucks and everybody else, and you know powerhouse Hobbs and you got Nyla Rose, which is actually transgender, and you know she you know she's a person of color. So 
But one thing I have noticed though, when they do come out, they come out as their characters, but they don't focus hard on their lifestyle. You know, they let their yeah. they let their ability work for them or whatever the case may be. They don't let what they are drive the story or drive who they are or whatever the case may be. So to a certain extent, I disagree with Swole because there are there is diversity in there. I think some people want people to be champion right now. And yeah. so you got like Handman Page, which that was a two-year-old story. And now he's finally a champion. Because I, I mean, when you look at his first match, he lost against uh Jericho. People some people's upset about that. But you know, Jericho's a well established guy. And you and you know, you can't say the AEW title is the most prestigious title in wrestling and nobody has held it yet. You know, yeah. you can't say you know, you can't say that. Hell, we probably see, oh yeah, Sonny Kiss. Sonny Kiss is another one. So Jay might be your first TBS champion. Very possible. And, I, and honestly, my, my wife is a huge uh she's a huge fan of Jade. Yeah. I actually hope Jade wins it. I mean, not, not, nothing against anybody else, but in a way, Jade has built her own brick. Jade, Jade's a freaking brick house when she comes out. I mean, yeah. she she's got she's got better she's got better abs than any any anybody I've seen in a minute. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so I mean, hopefully, hopefully she wins it. And plus, I mean, shoot, uh, we also got to think about what's my man named Ma- Max Caster. Max Caster comes out with the, with the raps every time every time he comes out. Yeah. And I mean, his his raps are better than majority of the promos that I think I've ever seen. Damn near. Yeah, I, and. And I, I think, like, with uh, I feel like Jade needs to be the TBS champion because that's like a TV title, right? And you defend that almost every week or every other week. So, the more you're on TV, the more you're wrestling, the more mm-hmm. the more experience that you're getting. And then, absolutely. And then the next person that will be her will probably be someone like real noticeable. And then you got Mercedes Martinez that just showed up last week. Then, you know, that by her side or whatever the case may be, and you might see. I think Jade is going to win the TBS title. I want Jade to win the TBS. I mean, honestly, you got two minorities facing each other, so you can't go wrong either way. But I'd rather yeah. Jade win it and Thunder Rosa eventually works her way up to face Britt Baker again because I think that's what's happening. I think that's what's... You know, they took Thunder away from Britt for a minute and have Britt, you know, defend the title and win the title or whatever the case may be. Hell, when you really think about the women, the first champion was was Asian. So, yeah. but you know WWE because you know because she don't speak perfect English and you know there's a language barrier and yeah. I don't WWE would have never done that they would never oh done no that. um I mean hell with Oscar you know Oscar only been champion for a few months before they, before she dropped the title to somebody um I'm still pissed that they uh that they handed Oscar that title when Becky was going on on uh maternity leave. Yeah, I'm still you know I'm, I'm still mad at that. Right, <laughs> right. I like man, Oscar's freaking beast. She's a monster. Yeah. So, I mean, I I want Jade to win. I mean, honestly, you know, she she has to. I feel like Thunder will go back in the program with Britt, and here's a one percent chance. Here's a, here's like a one or two percent chance. What if that dialogue between Tony and Swole is a work? Man, I'm be honest. I'm hoping. That is that is some work, 
And I'm hoping that we can get somebody like Big Swole back in there. Because see, with that T with that TBS tournament, do you know how do you know how good it would have been for her to be in that tournament? I think she could have won that thing. She could have won it. And she, I, I mean, absolutely believe she could have won it. I feel like AEW is the perfect place for somebody like Swole. Because you have because AEW has a open a open door policy and it has an open avenue for you to do those those said things that 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 is concerning to her and you know the other people that you know you want to see more people of color you know in the spotlight or whatever the case may be it's the perfect avenue because aw is welcoming people from all walks of life or whatever the case may be and i do understand her situation when she's saying that it's a the structure is a little loose because i have heard that consistently i have heard that that in the you know things is kind of like running around with chicken with your head cut off it's not as structured but you know i think you have a freedom of creativity one of the things that she also said was if you're not a creative person that you might get lost in the shuffle because there's no scripted promos you know what i'm saying yeah so i feel like Liv morgan is a victim of that herself i feel like she's remembering lines and it's not resonating with the crowd at all and i can't yeah. connect with her as a competitor or whatever it, it, i feel like if she would have just come out as the jersey girl that she is like just you know talk the way she wants to then it would have resonated with the crowd 10 times more but i i, I feel like oh now swole swole was actually on tv on the main card with Britt baker because she she said the thing is like the people are asking who you want to work with and within a week or so boom there you go and like she wrote the the storyline between her and Diamante Swole did. I love you know I I actually like that feud. Yeah, she wrote that. Swole wrote that. I loved. Like, I read. I was down with that feud. Yeah, Swole wrote that because her and Diamante are actually pretty tight. And Kenny walked up. He said, "Hey, did you did you write this?" And you know she was like, "Yeah." You like, wow, old lady. He like, dang man, I appreciate because you know Kenny was over like the. The, the women's division at, at that point. Yeah. You know, hence why you saw all these, you know, diverse women or whatever the case may be. And, you know, he's hurt. You know, he's getting surgery and whatever. So, you know, now Brandy's back. So now you're probably going to get, obviously, you get more spotlight, you know, whatever the case may be. So, um, and Maxwell said Jay wow. is boyfriend is Brandon Phillips. Used to play second base for the Reds. Huh. Well, I'll be but to but to 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 Spole's point, I'll I'll never doubt you know, I'll never downplay what what uh what Swole was saying because she had she has a huge point. Yeah. And even if even if they're not they're not champions, we need we need to see them, we need to see them on the screen more. And I'm not talking dark. I mean, I am talking at least dark elevation where there's they're in front of more of a crowd, but yeah. we do need to see them more on on dynamite. Give us yeah. give us some more on rampage. This is why I wish rampage was two hours. Man, I wish rampage was two hours. Man, but uh, I'm saying nine I really, instead of ten. Yeah, I, I really I really wish rampage was two hours. But at the same give time, me. give us give us give us more. Definitely give us more from the uh, from. From the from the athletes of color, because as you, you got you got Jay Lethal over there. Jay Lethal is known in these streets now, so I mean, all day, all day. Yeah, 
So I mean, you so you certainly got to put you, you certainly got to put you know the likes of Jay Lethal in in more matches because right now I've only seen three matches. He had, if I'm right, three. He had one against Sammy Guevara. Yep. One on one on Dark, and I think he had I think he had another. One. I don't even remember that. Yeah. I think what's going to end up happening is that eventually they will make Rampage two hours. And the, I, I think what they're doing with Dark Elevation, are they, they're grooming these people to boister um, Rampage. I think like yeah. most of the people that we're we wanting on TV, I'm thinking they're not going to put them on TV until they are ready in the ring. Because nothing is worse than saying, oh, let's make this person champion because of xyz and they don't produce in the rain because that's even doing more discredit to them and to us versus letting the thing spin it spin its course because things are happening a whole lot faster with aew than anywhere else like jay lethal yeah. is legit for sure legit, i mean legit people call people calling him like one of the, the greatest ra champion <laughs> you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. or one of the yeah he's in the conversation so um I mean, you, you know, you got future champions up in there, man. You got the pillars or whatever, and, and and the veterans are doing the right thing. I just, I want what I, what I wish would have happened, if was, you know, I, Swole is free to, to say whatever she's gonna say because she's gonna say what she's gonna say. That just, that just period. Yeah. You know, that's who she is. That's all how, how she always gonna be. Consistently, unequivocally, positively, Ariel. That's what she's gonna be. So. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Tony, that last sentence, Tony shouldn't say that last sentence, you know, um, but I feel like since this, since this has happened, I feel like they should have a sit down conversation like in private because also I feel like there's a little bit of a fake outrage because nobody was speaking this about AEW until Swole said something and then the lynch mob come out. Because I'm reading mm-hmm. some of the comments. I was like, wait a minute. Where was this energy before she said something? Because nobody wasn't saying, you know, for the most part, most people weren't saying nothing, you know, with AEW. You know, you know, everything is chill. This match is classic, blah, 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 blah. But once yeah. someone said something, these people start coming out the woodwork, putting on the hotel hat. You know what I'm saying? I was like, wait a minute. Where was the same energy? Where was the same energy like two years ago when the thing first started? We didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, I mean, I, trust me, I'm, I'm right, I'm right there with you, and I 100 agree. Where I think Tony, matter of fact, here's who you can get behind that closed door. You yeah. can have the likes of, of course, Tony Khan needs to be there. Of course, Swole needs to be there, but Leo Rush, Leo Rush, Mark Henry. You go ahead and call. You get go ahead and call back the. Uh, um, so you call Sean Dean back here. I mean, mm-hmm. you got you have you have to and look here. Get get Cody, get Cody up in there too, and you get and you get Brandy up there. The reason I see you get Cody up in there, of course, we all know what Cody means to the company. So you certain so you certainly want to have him in there. Cody's probably Cody's probably gonna be peacemaker, but like, hey, everybody, shut the hell up in here. We get getting too out of control. But yeah. but the same but the same time, if you have especially especially Mark Henry. And the reason I say you have Mark Henry, look at the time period that Mark wrestled in. Mark yep. wrestled in, he was in that, he was in the, the infant stages of the attitude era. 
This man was in a group called the Nation of Domination. So you know he knows about he knows how it feels to be that black at that black athlete in the wrestling business yeah. because the persona, the persona was the, the persona was by any means necessary. Mal- Malcolm Malcolm X, type, you know X S type of group. Yeah, so he was I mean, in the thick of it. it he, deep in the thick of it. I mean, I, I see, yeah. I see, a, I see a, I see a gif all the time. White kid throwing up the nation domination fist. I see it all the time. Yeah. So I mean, so I mean, you have to have somebody like Mark Henry in there because one, he's. He's, he's going to be the eldest person, and that's why I love him being over in AEW because he can tell you how it is. Look, I've been called this, this, this while I was wrestling back then. The only other person God rest his soul. The only person I can say if they if you didn't want to have uh if you didn't want to have Mark Henry there, the only other person I can think of you have been there that can certainly give you a black aspect. Now, I don't know if it go well, but hell, if New Jack was still living, he probably the only other person you could probably put in there and. Give it to you straight up. <laughs> yeah, if he, don't, if, he don't, if he don't kill somebody, if he don't try to stab somebody. But yeah. at the same, but at the same time, if if Booker T was over there in AEW, you yeah. could put him in that room. But yeah, I don't think Swole, Booker T is, is ever going to AEW, man. WWE got I his got ass it. on the lock and key. Like he ain't, I, yeah. he ain't going over there. If, if yeah. anybody's coming over, there, it's probably people from Booker T's camp or wrestling school, like Ember Moon. Like, or or may or maybe even or maybe even Stevie Ray was somebody that works backstage. But Steve and I've listened to Stevie Ray's podcast. Yeah, Stevie Ray tell it like it is. If yeah. y'all look, if y'all think Booker T tell it like it is, boy, Stevie Ray tell it like a T I is. <laughs> so He's I mean, hilarious. He's hilarious. Uh, drop drop dead hilarious. So I mean, if when it all boils down to it, I think, I think Tony Khan and Big Swole. A, a, a sit down is needed, and at the end of that sit down, Tony Khan needs to invite her to come back to AEW, and it's time for some big time matches with her because because that she was I think she was in line to possibly win that title last year, but if I'm right, she got hurt. It was either yeah. last year or the yeah, or the, um, I think but, the, or I the think bloody end of 2019. Yeah, I think um, Crohn's, Crohn's disease started adding up or something like that. Like she got, I think she got yeah. sick. Yeah, or something like that. She took some time off because she, I know she did a tweet and because she was in that program with Britt because she asked, "I want to work with Britt," and then boom, there you go, on TV, there you go, you got it. And, yeah. Um, and you know, Britt trying to stay, you know, relevant at a certain point, and then I think there was going to be a big payoff too if, if it wasn't for you know the injury or sick. Because I'm not sure which which is which. Um, I I feel like they was going to have this big program against each other and and it was going to be some magic stuff i feel like like i said aew is the perfect avenue for hopefully they can work this thing out and so can come back and oh i also got this answer from leo rush because you know leo and cedric naturally cedric came to defense his wife like any man would do that well yeah. any man that worth their salt but <laughs> yeah um any man any man that ain't no simp exactly exactly so and leo rush is you know all cast apologizing he tagged tony khan but later on he said i want this to be clear i don't consider this to be a diversity issue and i at no point have thought or said that aew or tony is racist we can all clearly see that wrestling as a whole and the aew roster roster is perpetually diverse the issue at hand was a racial insensitivity issue having spoken to tony and uh mega omega we have discussed the endeavors to further understand the struggles of the black community. I am grateful to be able to understand more about Tony and Mega's, Mega's 
own ethnic backgrounds and glad that they are actively seeking input from an African-American perspective. Uh, I am proud to work for a boss and company that try to make these strides in social equality. And I look forward to working with Tony to keep making steps towards positive change. I pray that 2022 is a year of positive change in all aspects. And see if, if there's anybody that's currently wrestling right now that should be giving his two cents, it should be Leo. Because no Leo, Leo, he couldn't give his two cents over the WWE like he wanted to. They tried, they tried to make him look like he was crazy over that one point. They really tried. They really they tried to put. They tried to Antonio Brown Leo Rush for a second. Yeah, they really tried. They, they, they really they, tried they, that. They really put. They tried to put that on that man. I mean, they they really tried that. Yeah, they really did. They like they tried to get him and. I mean, when he showed up on AEW as the first guest, and then he got injured, and he like, man, I'm retiring. I'm like, damn it! And then I he know. said, I'm coming back. <laughs> and I was like, so, yeah, Leo is very outspoken, and um, I'm, I'm glad that that's the case. Like, I feel like, you know, especially with Sean Dean being there, I feel like there should be, I wouldn't say a committee, but maybe a position, or uh, somebody like a liaison, you know, somebody like that, to promote these certain things or whatever the case may be because you know yeah um you know so i was even saying it like you know somebody talked to that way you can have things like stuff that you say stuff that you're not supposed to say and xyz so i mean i i, I hope they make amends honestly man because i want to see big swole back I in aw too. i do too man and the reason i want to see her back one she's freaking entertaining as all get out i mean exactly as, as you see as you said you know She's a good person, and good yeah. people like that need to be in need to be in a in a good place like like AEW. Secondly, if she if she's as real as he's going to get, then that's the type that's the type of person that Tony Khan needs to have you know needs to have on his roster because that's somebody that can say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do this for we're gonna do this for the uh, athletes of color and so forth. And she. And she'd step up. Also, I believe if she was to do something like that, you'd also have the likes of Mark Henry and Leo Russ saying, "Okay, before we'll form this little, we'll form this little committee. We'll sit down here and say, hey, look, we need, we don't need anybody. Out, we don't need nobody out here wilding, getting in trouble like that. Yeah. And that, and that way they can keep each other. Because of course, there's always when it comes to black athletes, there's always a perception, there's always some type of stigma that's that's made. I mean. We saw, we saw it yesterday. We saw it yesterday with, with, with Antonio Brown. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, again, they're saying a bunch of stuff on why he got pissed off. One thing I wouldn't have done, I wouldn't have, ta- I wouldn't have taken my uh, my jersey out of the mess off. I, no. I, I'm sorry. I don't know. Who, I don't care who you are. Whether he's fussing about being injured, fussing about money, you can't condone that. And I think Big Swole would be that person. To say, yo, we ain't we ain't gonna be doing this backstage. We ain't gonna be we ain't gonna be doing this out in the public. She'd be that person. You say you say she was the mother. She's like the mother of the locker room. She'd be that yep. one. To, she'd be that one to put her put her foot down. And AEW got a bunch of locker room leaders back there. They got Jericho, uh, Eddie. They got they got Eddie Kingston back there. I mean, they got a lot of athletes that step up and be like, yo, this is what we're gonna do. And I one hundred percent believe that if Swole was back at AEW. She can not only do it for the women's locker room, but she can do it just for all the athletes of color as a whole. Oh, 
This just in now. This just in. Former WWE. We just talked about her. Former WWE star Ember Moon's non-compete clause expires next month. And then she'll be free to work for any wrestling promotion. Ember will be using the name Athena. And her first post-WWE appearance has been announced for the Baltimore Celeb Fest on Sunday, February the 6th. And pre-sale tickets are live and unlimited. She goes, it's going to be in Baltimore. She Boy, said 30 days until I am free. Look here. If you're not noticing, it's a lot of these not look, it's a lot of these not day complete calls are start starting to end because I seen an interview of um Carry On Cross. Yeah. This is about up. Yeah. Killer yeah, Cross. Yeah. Look, listen. If I was AEW, what I would do is I will pull from the farm of Ring of Honor, but I will pull the women. Like I I, I will yeah. get I will boister up that roster, the women's roster with Ember Moon. Uh, I don't think Nia Jackson want to wrestle again. I don't think. Um, yeah, I, I think I think she's down, man. She's about to start doing something else. Yeah, so Ember Moon for sure, and uh, you already got Mercedes Martinez in there. You know, uh, you know, you. Just, I mean, eventually you can have an all women's AEW pay per view. You can have that like once a year or whatever the case may be, or probably twice, three times a year, depends on what you want. Yeah. Um, but Ember Moon for sure. They need to get her. They need to get her. Yeah, yeah. And see the cool. And see, this is what I really love about AEW. And I'm pretty sure just by everybody on this podcast, they they probably love it too. These these athletes, the, the superstars. Let me just say that superstars. They 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 go be all elite for AEW, but yeah. they still do. They still doing these indie shows. I love that man. <laughs> I yeah, love the fact that you can still see them in the indie shows. That's why that's why I like it so much because these guys have the freedom. Like, can you really truly call yourself the best if you're only wrestling just at one company without spreading your wings and going other places without getting in trouble? I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? I know AW can pull you from that event if they want to, but you know, I mean, that's why that's why in cases where you compare Kenny Omega and Roman Reigns, I put Kenny above Roman because Kenny has been a champion for AEW, Impact triple a and all all at one time and look here let's not we need to go talk about the madness he used to do over there in japan in new japan exactly you know what i'm saying go like, talk about that i mean it, it, it's kind of hard to say that he's not the the better champion because he's been a heavyweight champion three times at one time <laughs> you yeah. know what i'm saying so it's like that you're cool so um and uh i was just about to say that uh black lupin it says that Danielson and Punk will be his dream matches. Uh, Kazuchika Okada, which in fact, Wrestle Kingdom starts tomorrow. It's part, it starts in eight hours. If you got Fight TV, Alvin, I know you got Fight TV. I ain't even got to say. I ain't even got to say. It. I ain't even got to yes, say. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> sir. <laughs> you already got Fight TV, Mop. So I like. So yeah. I'm gonna get up. I think you know it's Japan, so usually they're gonna start this stuff at like two or three in the morning or whatever the case may be. So um night one and night two of Wrestle Kingdom, you ain't gonna be missing nothing, Black Lupin. You go to Fight TV and you order it for thirty bucks. It's gonna be there. It's not gonna eliminate itself. That's a that's a beautiful thing about Fight TV. It'll and, be there, it'll be there a couple. It'll be there a couple days, and I mean, once you yeah. once you buy it, I mean, you can watch it. What? few more times after that i forgot what paper no you unlimited was it? it's unlimited was it was it yeah it, it is was it was it the last all out i think it was the last all out for uh 
AEW once I finally started watching their pay per views like I needed to. Yeah, man, all out was all out was crazy. What what was all that? out it was, was all out. It was, it was Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks in a cage match. Man, that's my tag team match of twenty twenty one. To be honest, wow! Look at why you playing. I know a lot of people may may not like this, but I'm still called the match of the year of twenty twenty one. Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa. That uh, that match on that match on Dynamite. Hey, I ain't mad at that. I'm not mad at I that. I think that I think that match made Britt Baker right there. Yeah, it did. It did. It, it, she got the Stone Cold Steve Austin treatment. Yeah, boy. She got a she got a Steve Austin treatment. Like she was a number one shirt sale for weeks because of her crimson mask that she wore. Now Ty Conti and Anna J and Penelope Ford and Bunny, that might have that might have took it to the next level here as far as brutality Yo. is concerned. <laughs> yeah. I was like shit. When, when Tay Conti dropped Penelope Ford through that table. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my God. I was like, oh, this this is this is for real. Like look, when you like another thing, no piped in noise. There's no piped in noise with AEW. Everybody in the place was standing up. The whole match. The entire match. The entire match. Nobody was sitting down. All you saw was people standing up. And they were waiting for the next big thing to drop. The next thing to happen. I felt like that should have been the main event, but I understand why that wasn't. See, like I, what I what I liked about that match is let, let's take a look at the four women that was in that match. Anna Jay's been out. Anna Jay had been out for a while because I think it was a shoulder injury, so mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect her to be in that. You see, take you see, Taikani coming to the ring smiling, cheesing mm-hmm. every match she comes to the ring, so you wouldn't expect her to be in a bloody match like that. The bunny, maybe. But the bunny don't get to shine like like she deserves, in my opinion. And she's hilarious to me. Like the way she just that crazy persona that she has. And and Penelope Ford, Penelope Ford is as blonde. Honestly, Penelope Ford has that look as blonde as she can be, as if she belongs in WWE. But she's over in AEW, and them four ladies, man, they tore the house down last Friday. I almost I almost watched that match twice. Yeah, I mean they tore the house down last Friday. So I mean you got four that don't even look like they should be in a match like that, and they had all these people standing up the entire match. Not one soul was sitting down. Mm-mm. Not one. Not one. Not that, a that one. That says a lot. And and see that's why I wish Big Swole was still in still in uh, AEW. Because Big Swole deserved matches to where everybody's standing on watching her because she's that damn good. She's that damn good, man. She she has a ring presence. She has the personality, and a lot of people don't realize. Before I, you know, I saw her when she was Ariel Monroe at the May Young Classic. That's what made me start paying attention. That's my my first experience with her. Then I finally see her at, at Galaxy Con and me her was like shooting a breeze or whatever at the table. And I was like, and I told her straight up, I said, man, look, I've been watching you since you were Aaron Monroe, and I saw you at the May Young Classic. Like, I, um, that's when AEW, the rumors of AEW was coming around. I said, I want to see you here. I want to see you there. And and I, I, so I popped hard when I saw her in AEW. I'm like, oh, my God, this is finally happening. I can't believe 
I, you know, she's on TV, you know, Big Swole, because she changed her name. She changed it to, you know, the Swole. And yeah. like, I wish nothing but success for her. Like, I, I don't think I know her husband Cedric is is at WWE, and, and I know he's there. But I don't think somebody with her personality will fit in WWE in that perspective. Yeah. Her personality will, her persona will, but how outspoken she is. You know, yeah. I, I think she's she's better suited for or you know for AEW or you know stuff like that. And I feel like Cedric is the same way. Like I feel like Cedric Alexander is underutilized. I feel like you know Shelton is underutilized. I mean, they had the hurt business and that was off the charts good, and they just screwed that completely up. You know, WWE did not. You know, not the boys, but it's like you know, I, and I get it. I just hope. That's another thing I say that's glaring. Usually when we hear somebody like this, imagine this was WWE and Swole was doing this and, and Vince said it. We would have said, fuck Vince and leave WWE yeah. go somewhere else. We would have yeah. said that. Like, it's a yeah, double we, standard. We, we, we'd have said it so fast. <laughs> yes, easily. We were like, man, fuck Vince, man. Like, nah, you don't need to be there. You can go there and here. But if it's AEW, you're like, nah, nah, nah. Y'all need to talk this out. <laughs> Y'all need to make this work. And, and see, and, and the reason... And I, I may be a little biased because I really don't watch WWE that much anymore. But the reason I think, I think, you know, they should talk this out because I have the feeling that Tony Khan is more, is more willing to listen. Yes. He's more, he's more willing to listen. And there was a promo that Stephanie McMahon, Triple H and Shane did they went out in front. This is, of course, pre-pandemic. They went out there and they said, "Hey, we're listening to you. We're gonna give the fans what we what you want. We hear you. We're listening." And the very and later on that episode, and later on that episode, not even thirty minutes later, some dumb shit happened that nobody wanted to happen. Next thing you know, they're booing. So I mean, it's just a lot of stuff falls on deaf ears. And if there's any deaf ears in the wrestling business right now, it's Vince McMahon. Tony Khan. Tony Khan's young. He's more. I think he's more willing to listen to listen to somebody like Swole because I think to me I kind of think Tony Khan and Big Swole want the want the same thing. Right. It's just right. You ever see two people want the, want the same thing, but they're trying to do it t- two different ways, and they're and they're clashing at it. And I really believe I, one. I think I think. Uh, Big Swole is a brilliant person. I also think Tony Khan is a brilliant person as well. And, you know, you probably got some, you probably got a little bit of ego in both of them. But yeah. I bet you if they if they were to sit down, talk this out, starter, starters, Tony Khan, he's got to apologize for that. Her wrestling was not good enough. He's got to apologize for that. Be yeah, no real. Doubt. No doubt about it. Everybody, everybody that's listening, let's be honest. He's got he's got to apologize for that. Mm-hmm. But and and when it comes to when it comes to Big Swole, she ain't got to apologize for nothing. She just got to come out and say, look, look, I said what I said. What you said was wrong. He apologized. And guess what? They both they both sit down. They talk it out. And again, you got to have it. You got to have the right people up in there with them. Mark Henry, Leo Rush. Uh, who else we said? You can even you can Cody and Brandy. Matter of fact, I tell you who else you need to put up in there. Go ahead and bring, go ahead and bring Eddie. Go ahead and bring uh, Eddie Kingston in there too. 
because you know he you know he's going to speak his mind in there real quick. Well, of course, real quick. He, uh, you know, he's going <laughs> to he's going <laughs> he, to say and the crazy part about it, I think any case about this trying to be the voice of reason up in there, but it's just you just gotta you have to have this sit down, and I think it's long overdue before it get before it gets disrespectful. They need to have that sit down, and when they do, cooler heads will absolutely prevail. They'll fix it. Over it, and at the same time, if I'm if I'm Tony Khan, right there and there on the spot, I'm asking for to come back. I already got I already got a contract typed out for, it. and in that contract, you gotta put her some high profile matches in. Whether she wins or not, you gotta put in these high profile matches because she's good. She's I'm not even gonna say good enough. Good enough makes it sound as if there's a certain level. That she's only going to reach. No, right. Big Swole is Big Swole. She need she needs to be in some of these these major matches, man. That's yeah. a, that's all it is. And I really believe that Swole and Tony Khan, the right conversation, the right sit down. I absolutely believe they can they can uh, they can fix it, and you know they get past it. But then again, it's up it's up to those it's up to those two to you know want to have that sit down. And yeah. I think the right—I think the right person that can possibly make that sit down happen is Leo Rush. Leo Rush, he's there. He's there. He's still there at the company. He's yeah. Important. Matter of fact, you got to have Sean Dean up in there too. And those two can lead the way for that meeting to happen. Absolutely. And it's is right now. It's just they. To, like I said, man. To me, I think they both want the same thing. It's just a matter of getting in the room discussing. But again, I stand by what I said too. He got to apologize for that her wrestling not good enough. He yeah. got to apologize for it. If he doesn't apologize, yeah. then I say, Big Swole, walk on up out of that. Don't hear another word. Because if he don't start with an apology with that first, it really won't be much to talk about. Because he was out yeah. of line. And I like because I kept reading it over and over, right? And I'm trying to analyze it because sometimes, you know, you kind of taste stuff out of context. Because um, and, you know, I've been reading people's responses. Somebody pointed out, like, you know, Drew McIntyre was let go because his wrestling wasn't good enough back then. Well, I mean, comparatively speaking, when you look at Drew McIntyre now versus then, it is a night and day difference. Huge you know, night and day difference. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe that what he meant when he said that. All chance, like two percent chance or whatever. You know, maybe that what he meant. But I mean, I don't think he he only he actually said she can't wrestle. Like at all because that would be completely asinine. <laughs> so I mean, I, I've seen her, I've seen her wrestle like in person. You know, I've, I've seen her wrestle at the May Young Classic. Was rooting for her. I seen her on uh, Up Down Down with Xavier Woods way back, way back when. Because it's still there somewhere. Um. So yeah, they do have to have a sit down, man. Uh, I don't think Big Sword will sign right there immediately though. Because she's again, she's a protector of her own peace. Because she's gonna, yeah, you know, they they will have a conversation, but at least they have that door wide open. So whenever she's ready and comfortable enough to come back, boom, she can come back, and that's what it is. So one thing I also have learned that was kind of known that was kind of consistent is that if you are if I'm in the program with you, and I get injured. Um, and I come back, 
I don't start where I left off because somebody else don't work that spot and work their way up to the point that they're, they're you know, they're being widely known. I would have to stop, start at the bottom in a way and yeah. work my way up to get to that point. And I think, um, you know, that happened with a lot of people. I think like with Ricky Starks, like Ricky Starks is, you know, was injured, you know what I'm saying? And he, when he came back, he was worried about his spot. But, you know, you see him on TV every week, whether he's at a announce table, you know, he's the FTW champion, quote unquote. And, and you know, even with Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega wasn't the champion immediately. The Bucks wasn't the champion immediately. Brian Danielson is not the champion still. You know, you know, when you got all these new people coming in, they don't immediately get title shots. They got to wrestle some matches. They got to rank up. And, and see, know. I like the one thing I like is that AEW they they're about they really promote that wins losses. Yeah, it's not just who you are. You have to have wins and losses, man. Like the yeah. like the rankings. When I first when I first caught on to that, they were doing you know rankings and whatnot. I was like, well, damn, they really make these wins and losses mean something up in there. But I mean, you had you had guys like the far yeah guys like the varsity blondes up there trying to work their way up, then they lose, and somebody jumps ahead of them, and I was like, yo, these wins or losses, they really they really make you they really make you think, yo, if you're not winning, you're not getting no title shot. They're not doing they're not doing any they're not doing really any favors because CM Punk ain't got a title shot yet. And a lot of yeah. folks was like, oh, we're gonna see CM Punk get a title shot. No. I mean you see you see of course Brian Danielson getting one, but at the same time, Brian Danielson is doing He's kind of doing some dream matches for us. Yeah, I mean, that's we saw we, yeah we saw him and Kenny Omega, and man, they tore they tore the house down. Then you saw, you saw him and Hangman Adam Page a whole hour, and yeah. I'm sitting there thinking, Jesus Christ, the, the the cardio these 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 brothers got right here. That dude's so, a machine. Brian Danielson yes. is a freaking machine. Like is yeah, because I, I know you I know you got to go, Alvin. I, like oh, nah, thing about, oh no, nah, man! I'm good. I'm good, man. I got you. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, so like, so the thing is, like, with Brian Danielson and Adam Page, that did more for Adam than it did for Brian. Way um, more. Because if you want trying to solidify somebody as champion, they doing the, they doing the, what they are supposed to do, what they were supposed to do with Big E. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, um. You wrestle Brian Danielson, the machine, to a draw. That makes you even a better guy. Like, like, like it, it meant, because Bully Ray said it, he's like, it meant more for him to wrestle into a draw than for him to actually beat Brian Danielson. Because, because if he beat Brian Danielson, then what? What else you got after that? You got nothing else to build off of. But if you wrestle this man to a draw, now you're seeing Danielson versus Page 2 for however for an hour time limit but if they pass the hour you got the old school nwa judges to give you a fight card and, and tell you who wins this match how Let's genius see. is that can, can i take it just a little step further because this yeah. is one thing this is one thing i've been wondering and i hate to compare aew wwe again but the one thing that AEW does that WWE hasn't done in quite some time is when they've got a when they've got a wrestler that looks like he or she should dominate, 
They dominate. You got Nyla Rose. Of course, Nyla Rose is transgender, but let's let, let's 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 call the spade a spade. Nyla Rose has the size, the strength. I'm sorry when she jumps from the mat up to that top turnbuckle to do that knee when the, when uh when her opponent is you know hanging over that top rope. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's that's kind of impressive. Just just to hop from just hop from the mat to that top rope like that. Cause look here, I'm the last can't do it. So yeah. I mean, her and Sheeta, so I mean, her and Riho. Yeah, and and you and you see when you see a, a, a superstar that should be impressively dominant, impressively strong in AEW, they are impressively dangerous, impressively strong like that. Again, Nyla Rose is an example. We saw, we saw Nia Jax over here in WWE, pound for pound, the biggest and one of the strongest over there. No, no, no. What was the strongest? We'll just say yeah. that because I've seen her workouts on Instagram. Yo, it does. People may say it don't look like it, but Nia, Nia get Nia gets in this gym and she will get it in. She will work her ass off. So, yeah. If she's strong like this, why is she losing a title to the likes of Alexa Bliss, who's a sixteenth her size? You don't man, catch I'm gonna that. tell you right now, man. I, I love Alexa Bliss, man. Like I, I, yeah. I love her to death. Like she, she's a sweetheart. I mean, I think she got a bad end of the state because of Wyatt, you know, leaving and WWE yeah. kind of keep pushing with that. And I, uh, I, man, I, I, I get it. Um, here's my deal. Where, the, where the hell is Bray Wyatt going to end up now? Because what, what is he going to do? I'm not sure, man. I, I, you know, a lot of people say AEW, but most people were saying uh, Impact. Um, I've been hearing, I've been hearing Impact. Yeah, I think Impact would benefit very well from somebody like him. Honestly, I think he will bring more eyes to the product, and it, as much creative, creative, creative genius that he is, he can put Impact on the map. Like for sure, he can bring impact to what it used to be back in the day, when it was Daniel Styles and Joe and Bobby Roode and Kerr Angle yeah. and Booker T and all them boys. Like he, he can, he can literally bring that back. Like I'm not word opposed is, for him to go into impact. Word is that if I'm right, Killer, if I'm right, Killer Cross is going back to impact because he, because uh, matter of fact, him, him and him and his lady, uh, they're going back. What, what's her name? Uh, Scarlett. Scarlett. Yeah. If I'm right, they're both going back to Impact. Last time I read up, but if he were, if if Wyatt was to go to Impact, man, that'd be gold right there. Yeah, Killer Cross. My understanding, Killer Cross is heading back to Impact. Okay, I'm not opposed to that neither, man. I, I mean, honestly, Impact need to bolster their their roster a lot more. Um, like I, I wouldn't mind. It, so I, I feel like the sky's the limit for all these companies. Uh, Mio Thirty Eight yeah. says I could see him in Impact, but I love to see him in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, that is that's not a bad shape neither. Yeah, that's not a bad shape. I, man, I, I say this about, about New Japan though, man. Like I, I had um, a female Japanese wrestler as the uh, women's wrestler of twenty twenty one because I think she wrestled a fifty five minute long match for Stardom. And Wrestle Kingdom's presentation, man, I love their pageantry, man. I love it. Yeah, I, I, it's 
is that that backdrop, the stage, and all that, man. I was like, I, I think the highlights for me, other than the matches, is the entrances. Like the lights, the screens, all that stuff. Like, man, they make it feel like you hit the big time. Yeah. And and you about to have a clinic. You about to wrestle a clinic. You're right. So ah, you're right, man. man. But yeah, but but that's the main part, man. I wish Big Swole nothing but the best. Uh, I think she got a program because I, I follow too. her on Twitter. And I hope, you know, Tony and Big Swole reach, uh, you know, reach a man. So Leo Rush is a perfect liaison, you know, to yeah. have that happen. Yeah, so, and, and and I think I think he'll I think somebody like Leo Rush could possibly get it. Now, in in all in essence, I think I think Tony Khan is probably what he needs to do. Let's just say that. I'm not going to say probably. What he needs to do, he needs to just go ahead, man up, reach out to Big Swole, either invite her for a one-on-one or or hold, matter of fact, we in the, we in the pandemic now, hold a Zoom, hold, look at, hold a Zoom conference with her. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to talk face to face because of COVID and everything, hold that Zoom, hold that Zoom conference so you can see each other. Don't just call her to where she can hear your voice. This type of topic, faces faces need to be seen, and faces need to be seen so she can see exactly that one. This apology is is valid, is sincere, and one and once she sees that. Then you also then you go ahead and you segue into the problem at hand, which which is which is diversity, and you talk to each other, not at each other, and when and when you're talking again, that I absolutely think that they both kind of want the same thing. They're both going about it. They're they're both going about it their own ways. They're both making points, but they're not yeah. listening to each other, and when and. Some of the greatest minds have done that. Some some of the greatest minds have done it to where everybody's got an idea, but we're not listening to each other's idea. And right. I really believe that those two, matter of fact, I believe those two, yes, they've got their disagreement now, but when they come together, man, I absolutely think that Big Swole and Tony Khan could do something very special for wrestlers of color. And not, and I'm not even gonna leave out, not even gonna leave out, you know, white wrestlers, female and male. I'm not gonna leave them out, but they could do something for the wrestling community, not just for the black community, but they could do something for the wrestling community as a whole. They could actually lead the forefront on how diversity should be in the wrestling business. Mm-hmm. I, absolutely, this is a chance for them to take it and run with it. But I'm gonna say it again: Tony Khan has got to apologize for that her wrestling was a good remark. He's got to apologize for that. Yeah, that's got to yeah, be the that's got to be the first damn thing that comes out of his mouth is yay, hey, listen, swole. I apologize because I, I was wrong with that comment. He's yeah. got to say that first. He's got to no say that about first. it. No, no doubt about it, man. I mean, he he's always been a person of like you know, get the people what they want type thing. So I mean, I would not be surprised if he even go on AEW Dynamite and and say it on TV. Yeah, I mean he's 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 got to come out and be real and apologize for that and. I bet you Cody's probably Cody or Brandy both has probably hit him up and said, yo, uh, you might want to put out a statement or something that he done it yet. Or somebody like Leo, they talk to him on the phone and say, yo, you got to apologize. If he hasn't, 
I'm willing to bet Mark Henry didn't ran up on him and say, yo, uh, <laughs> you got to do something about that last comment, bro. You got to do yeah. something. Somebody said something to him. He just ain't done it yet. He's, of course, he's rich. Rich folk don't like to apologize. But at the same time, you got to say something. Yeah. He's most susceptible to apologize than most people, most billionaires, you know. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, no. I, I think I, I think that apology is gonna come. You got to do it soon because you can't you can't let this ride right. You want to yeah. you want to go ahead and, you want to go ahead and nip this in the bud. And like I said, this is not they they're disagreeing right now, but the opportunity the opportunity is there for them, for these two these two good people to be the front runners, especially Big Swole. Big Swole could be known in the wrestling world as somebody that said, "Hey, I'm going to." I'm going to be there stand up for the black community in this business. Mm-hmm. And and if she does, that'd be, that'd be so cool if she was to do something. It's not just a black athlete, it's a black female athlete. And yeah. And I, and I, and our and our black women, of course, they're 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 natural born leaders. And I can see that in Victoria. I can mm-hmm. I can see that she's just a natural born leader with that with that killer instinct, but also with not only with that killer instinct. Just with that, I care. Instantly. Right. So I, I absolutely believe that this is it's a huge opportunity to to be the to be the front runners in something that we that we really don't talk about. And to be honest, I think Big Swole took the she kind of took a Colin Kaepernick type of role to it, to put it out there. Now we're now we're talking about it, but I. Now we're talking about it, and I'm not saying that Colin Kaepernick isn't doing much of anything because we know he the dude has done dude has done plenty. But now we can see somebody who who's not as who's not as I guess not as rich and famous as Colin Kaepernick. But we're about to see we're about to see Big Swole. We can actually see Big Swole take this run with it. Mm-hmm. While while she's while she's still young, while she's still wrestling, because how, how old is she? She's what? She's still in her early early thirties. I think so. Maybe? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think she's even okay. close to. So, so I mean, she's. I think she's a young, brilliant mind, man. And with and with with her bringing the topic to the table, it it brought out something that we really, a lot of us really don't think about. And I appreciate her doing that because now it gives me something to think about. And now we have someone like her to to bring it to bring it to the front, bring it to the table. Yeah, she's thirty two. I'm actually we actually older than her. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. We're, we're we're older than her. So I mean, now she's brought this to the table, which I appreciate her doing that. You got Tony Khan, who again he needs to apologize to her, and these two minds can put they they can put their minds together, and this could easily become something so special for the black community and wrestling, and just the wrestling community as all. Because that because that you don't, you you don't see you don't see Vince in the pull or something. Like you know, had Vince would have said what had Vince would have said what Tony said, I'd have been like, "If hey, I Vince, I'm not watching. It. I'm not watching this stuff anymore, man." Yeah, but Tony, Tony Khan, I think Tony is more. He's more willing to one apologize and he'll listen. But at, but when, if he and Swole have have that talk, he he's got to listen to Swole. He's got to allow her to get everything out because she's not just going to be talking. She's going to be providing facts. Yeah. No doubt about it. 
Hey man, and, and Alvin, man, appreciate you being on the show, man. I say, man, we got to talk about this, man. You know, I'm reaching out, and uh, uh, man, I appreciate that. you reaching. I appreciate you reaching out, man. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. We definitely gonna do it again, man. Um, I know you're a busy, man. You're a busy schedule, man, and everything. Because I know we catch up when we when we can catch up, and, and man, that's saying a lot considering we we in the same area. But uh, man, man, look for for Orange Phoenix, man. I'm always available, bro. <laughs> i'm always available i'm always available for orange phoenix dog <laughs> we appreciate it well let me uh orange phoenix staff appreciate it man uh appreciate the support and appreciate the listeners man i know this is like our first show of 2022 and i know we took a break you know uh for the month of december but we definitely uh looking into the future for you know future shows and stuff like that so Happy you guys was able to listen. Glad you guys voiced your opinions, man. And glad we actually met on one accord, honestly, because I think everybody feels the same way. Like they, you know, they just need to come together and just just talk it out, you know, in private, and then, you know, just hit us in the head with a with a shocker, you know, a surprise, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So. I, think, I still think I think I believe we haven't. I don't think we've seen the last as well yet. Not. Not not in not in AEW. I hope not because I love Swole, man. When I when I used to hear her music come on, man, I'd be in my mm-hmm. living room. Swole. Do 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 swole. I mean I'm that I'm that dude in the living room hype because yo, she brought such an energy for AEW, man. So Swole, look, look at man, I don't know if Swole this or not. If she is, Swole, please go back to AEW. They need you. Yes. <laughs> no doubt about it. it Nobody. It'd be so awesome to see her over there, man. No doubt about it, man. And uh, hope you guys have an awesome night, man. As you know, that uh, Monday Night Raw is tonight. So we will see what will happen. The aftermath of day one with Brock Lesnar being a WWE champion. And uh, I mean, this is a new Brock Lesnar. This is Brock Lesnar actually talks. So we'll, yeah, we'll, I've never we'll seen see him what he's <laughs> Exactly. We, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> But until next time, y'all, we holler. Peace. All right. Good night, everybody. Moderate Mark Productions. Turn up team entertainment. Remember waking up early, hopping on some Sonic Heroes. Looking back at it like, dang man, I feel old. It's all good, still in the neighborhood, pulling jugs, making moves like I did when I was a kid. A kid. Never forget, forget the days that were spent playing DBC. Yeah. After we watched it on the TV, we talking about the things that made me who I am now. A real otaku in the flesh, and I'm not backing down. We gotta keep the tradition alive, like taking care of a car, yeah. keeping the engine alive. Running Still remember when Mario Sunshine came up Friends wanted me to go out, but I stayed in the house house. I was playing Tekken 4 till 4 4. Aw man, I forgot to do my chores chores. Aw man, can't remember being bored Watching anime, playing Uh BGs, that was every day Uh Waking up real early in the morning morning. Watching anime, chilling with the homies Playing video games by the hour it ain't nothing like nostalgia. Oh my God. All grown up and we still alone. We only spent the whole weekend.
playing on Toonami uh-huh. Playing video games by the hour by the hour. Oh my gosh, it ain't nothing like nostalgia oh my God. Waking up real early in the morning, in the morning. Watching anime, chilling with the homies Playing video games by the hour uh-huh. Oh my gosh, uh-huh. it ain't nothing like nostalgia I watching in around 12 a.m. When Adult Swim was on Yeah, I thought I was grown But we did not care We were living out our dreams, dreams. Otaku Nation, baby I be rapping for the team I just bought Fire Emblem for the 3DS But it reminds me of Final Fantasy All the memories RPG. At my Uncle Steve house Me, Shy, and Up all night on that NFL street uh-huh. oh. Waking up real early in the morning, yeah. in the morning. Watching anime, chilling uh-huh. with the homies Playing video games by the hour uh-huh. Oh my gosh, it ain't nothing like nostalgia oh my God. All grown up and we still lonely Spent the whole weekend on Toonami uh-huh. Playing video games by the hour, by the hour. Oh my gosh, it ain't nothing like nostalgia oh my God. Waking up real early in the morning, in the morning. Watching anime, chilling with the homies Playing video games by the hour uh-huh. Oh my gosh, it ain't nothing like nostalgia oh my God. That's how you make a song about nostalgia. You feel me? <laughs> you know we still on it. I rap for the kid that was too young to stay up and watch his favorite anime on Adult Swim. I rap for the kid that never got to finish that episode of Big O right before school. The school bus always came before it went off. Yeah. Otaku forever. Nostalgia forever. Yeah. Don't stop. Whoa. Don't stop. Young Baker. Don't stop.